It's weeks before high school graduation, and four friends refuse to be the guys who graduate as virgins. So they make a pact that they will lose their virginities by prom night. So with a goal in mind and determination in their veins, Jim, Kevin, Oz, and Finch embark on their respective journeys to become men in what is equal parts outrageous sex comedy and endearing coming-of-age flick, 1999's American Pie. I'm Connor Azagari. And I'm Austin Johnson. And this is Filmgasm. The time is now, listeners. Time for the most ridiculous episode we will ever do. If sex comedies aren't your thing, you might want to skip this one. We're going to get nasty when talking about American Pie. Don't say we didn't warn you. This is our connector to Scream, our connecting thread being just 90s team ensemble movies. We wanted an excuse to talk about American Pie, so sue us. Had a great time Wednesday uh, with Josh, bringing him onto the show. Had an awesome time doing Scream, and uh, look forward to having Josh on the show many times in the future, and Caleb eventually, too. It's going to be a full team. So, when did you have your first piece of American Pie? And by that, I mean the movie. Don't tell us if you're just worried. um ah american pie 1999 what 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 a movie i don't remember the first time because i think i think this is a movie that when i did see it i was four 13 or 14 somewhere in there um sixth seventh eighth grade you know somewhere in middle school and i saw it and then watched it so many times you know (laughs) yeah so many times right away that i don't recall the exact first time but it just it became, yeah, a part of my my rewatch. You know, the, the, those movies that I would watch with my buddies all the time. Uh, all the really all the way through. You know, I dropped out of high school when I was a sophomore, but through those, you know, like seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade, I I watched this movie a lot, and it would be one of those ones that it, you know me and my buddies could throw on anytime, and we could, you know, it wouldn't matter if we skipped a little bit of it, you know, and came back. And it's fine. It's not a movie you have to be locked in the whole time. Uh, <laughs> as you're rewatching it, but it's it, it does have its like its place with this really amazing cast as they go on to all do really random things uh, later in their careers, and and the soundtrack, the soundtrack is filled with not just like you know music you recognize, but bands you recognize, artists you recognize from the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, and it's um it's almost like an anthem for that that time, you know what I mean? Um, uh, and I think I think, you know, I, you know, I'm obviously I was four years old when it actually came out. But American Pie it does not matter. You you find it. It finds you. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things. And I, I think you had a different experience with it, which I'm really interested to hear about. So uh, you, you saw it more recent, right? Yeah, I uh, I never saw this movie as a teenager, which is sad, like very sad, because watching yeah. it, I realized, fuck, I should have seen this movie 10 years ago. Yeah. And. <sighs> It was <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, I saw it for the first time about four or five months ago, like not even that long ago. And I thought it was hilarious. So I immediately got the rest of them and just marathoned this franchise. And I liked them all. I thought they were all hilarious. And it's really rare for a comedy franchise to work consistently. Like most of the time, it's the first movie that's good and the rest of them suck. Yes. Or like first movie's good and then second movie's okay and then the rest of them suck. Never, ever before have it all been decent. I, ever. Like, it really yeah, blows no. my mind. And uh, yeah, this movie, like you said, it has a timeless quality. It's like a send off to, to like to being a teenager, or like you know a send off of the '90s. It just. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And I I know, you know, 1999 is a very, very powerful movie for like films in general. There's just a lot of big time movies that came out that year. And American Pie is like right up there at the top, top of the list of uh, how well it did in the box office and how well it's still doing with DVD sales and people watching on streaming services. And it, it, it is timeless. That's a great way to put it. And it's so weird. It's so raunchy and ridiculously over the top. But it works. And I don't fucking know why. I couldn't I can't tell you why this works. It's so stupid. <laughs> but it it's funny as hell. 
I think just because it doesn't take itself so seriously and it knows exactly what kind of movie it's it is. If it tried to be serious, it would come as, come across as insincere. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. It, just, and it, it knows its audience too. Again, that soundtrack, like it, it, as like lame as that may be, it's like, it's, it's, that's the heartbeat of the movie as it, it keeps moving, it keeps the tempo going. And uh, you, you saw that happen in a lot of movies, like in the two early two thousands. And even in like TV shows, like those, you know, teen shows like one tree Hill and there's just music always, always playing. And that's because of movies like American pie that, that really created that formula of like nonstop tempo. But man, yeah, it, it is so silly and so stupid and over the top. But I, I, I don't know. I just have a blast every time. And if I am like scrolling through, you know, whatever, uh, you know, say it's on HBO and I'm scrolling through, like I'm going to stop and watch a little bit of it. Like it's that kind of a movie. I want to see where it's at. I want to see what's going on with the stiff Meister. Like <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, it's so ridiculous. And I think also someone like us who just, you know, eats this shit up, not just the movies themselves, but you eat up like, oh, who's in the cast and who actually wrote this movie? When you actually do look at what happened to these cast members, it's just crazy how they all took these crazy different turns. And I, I'm partial to, uh, you know, Sean William Scott. That's my guy um, from from this franchise. I I adore him, and I think he's been awesome in so many things. Um, even even this, you know, more recent, you know, I think like uh, his input in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that episode where he's Mac's cousin. Like, country mac yeah. yeah yeah he's 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 a wonderful wonderful performer and like always is locked in uh in old school you just took one of the jugular man you're crazy yeah i i love that guy so yeah he, watching watching these guys in hindsight when you do care about like the careers of these actors it's just crazy to watch this movie from 1999 that's over 20 years old now it's pretty crazy even so, when you watch the franchise, because the franchise follows them at very important times in their life. You know, it's high school, then college, then marriage, then the reunion with, you know, the the the, uh, the midlife crisis. And it's cool to see all these people like grow like they all come back for every movie. Yes. And I love that it's consistent and nobody really learns anything. I mean, they kind of do, but in the grand scheme of things, they don't. And it's just a good it's a good franchise. Like when we decided to do this one for the show, I went out and bought a collection that had all four films. Like I wanted to own those. They were, they're great. I'm going to put them on all the time. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I am. I'm really glad you, you discovered them. Um, it, again, it's going to find you, you know, <laughs> it will at some point and you, you should embrace the perspective you have. Like you didn't see in high school, but you have like a more mature way more mature uh, perspective while watching it. You can kind of take it in a different angle. And uh, yeah, I, it's a classic, man. I'm really excited to talk about it uh, to, to really get, get into some of these ridiculous moments. <laughs> so much fun. Hell yeah. Well, uh, American pie was directed by Oscar nominee, Paul whites, who was nominated for best adapted screenplay along with Peter hedges and Chris whites for 2002's about a boy, which yes. he also directed. I haven't seen about a boy. Is it a, good watch yes yes it is do you know who do you know uh peter hedges is the father of lucas hedges really yes he is yeah oh yeah so um have you seen um dan in real life no ah damn i think you would like that one too steve (laughs) with steve carell yeah that's also by hedges and lucas hedges is in it for just a slight second yeah right on i've heard of that one 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 of those random yeah like father son duos that you just yeah no one knows about unless you read more than you should about Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was written by Adam Hertz who would also write the next two installments in the franchise and really like nothing else. This was what, this was his big thing. And then he just kind of left, you know, cashing those residu- residuals forever. <laughs> where do you go from, where do you go from there, man? <laughs> the film stars Jason Biggs as Jim, a goofy virgin with a heart of gold who just wants to fuck the hot foreign exchange student. That's his arc. <laughs> yeah. Biggs would appear in a lot of films and TV shows over the years, but he will always be known as the guy who fucked a pie. That's never going away. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, you, you know, the movie's called American Pie and Jason Biggs is definitely the main character. Um, yeah. That's like what you, that's like one of the first things you think of. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many moments in this movie where I think, how the hell did they get this past the MP- MPAA? Like, how did anybody say like, no, you're not going to let him fuck a pie. 
Like, no, you're not going to have a Russian girl masturbating on a webcam. Like, are you kidding me? But, yeah, this movie has it all. <laughs> there, there's nowhere this film will not go. <laughs> Jesus. We'll get into all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's in the plot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's important. <laughs> uh, Chris Klein plays Oz, the least likely high school virgin in the world. Six foot one lacrosse player. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no way that guy's not getting laid in high school. What? Like, really? Uh, Chris Klein is my favorite and least favorite of the entire movie. He's so bad in so many moments. And when he, when he starts singing, I just fucking lose it. You believe in magic. Yeah, yeah. His hair? His hair is the quintessential late 90s part right here yes. in the middle. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, Primetime Chris Klein. Yeah, he definitely was getting laid in high school. I refuse to fucking believe this dude's a virgin. My yeah. God. The lax, <laughs> the, the lax bro. Yeah. I, I think he's a virgin because he hangs out with these fucking idiots. <laughs> That's got to be it. Like, virgin by association, you know? <laughs> God. <laughs> I think he's my favorite character of the of the franchise. I don't know he, why. I, he's just it, he's great, and he's like I, I don't know. You, there's like times where you do get like a little sucked in because you're like in the moment. You're like, oh, like this guy's tender, you know. <laughs> but you're like, then you look at it from a big picture. You're like, no, this this is absurd. <laughs> this guy's yeah, no no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, Klein has also appeared in such films as Just Friends, Election, We Were Soldiers. And he played the big bad of season five of The Flash, the metahuman serial killer Cicada, which was the first thing I saw him in. So when everyone saw The Flash and was like, oh, my God, it's Oz, I saw American Pie and was like, oh, my God, it's Cicada. <laughs> so that... <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I yeah, the way I saw this movie is the wrong way to see this movie. It's just it's just how it happened. <laughs> uh. Thomas Ian Nicholas plays Kevin, the only one of the group with a girlfriend, but he has trouble committing because, you know, yeah, he's in high school. You shouldn't be committing <laughs> like this is high school. <sighs> he no. he he bothers me a lot at times. Uh, I He just he's he's a guy like the way he dress, the way <laughs> the way he dresses uh, is polar opposite of how i probably would have dressed like in the late 90s mid 2000 you know early 2000s i just i feel like i would have bullied him a little bit he would have bullied me we just wouldn't have gone along we would have been rivals i feel like him and i would have been rivals we wouldn't have liked each other but uh we're, we're, we're getting there we're getting to my boy <laughs> <laughs> well i just you know he's he's not a very he's kind of i think he's the, the biggest dick of the group yes because yes he's a he, dickhead yeah, I mean, he comes down this. Like, he's literally saying like, "Fuck a blowjob. Why am I not getting laid?" Like, <laughs> you asshole. Like, just the, uh, I, I just, I never buy buy this guy's uh, feelings at all. No, po ever. poor Vicky, man, poor Vicky. She's kind of an idiot too, though. Yeah, yeah, she kind of. They're kind of made herself. for each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicholas has appeared in Halloween Resurrection. Um, a lot of stuff not worth mentioning. And he played Walt Disney in the 2015 biopic Walt Before Mickey. So I don't know if he got killed in Resurrection, but maybe he did. It's been a long time since I saw Buster Rhymes lay down Michael Myers with a kung fu kick. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> and I'm not itching to go back. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> God. Uh Eddie K. Thomas plays Finch, the weird one of the group who ultimately scores higher than anyone. Yes, Finch. <laughs> Finch is the winner. <laughs> I love I, Finch is great. I like Finch a lot. He's such a weirdo. But yeah, I like him. Yeah, his he, fucking he, he has to be there. Like from two on his obsession with nailing Stifler's mom again and just like everything, the lengths he fucking goes to. All yes. tantra bullshit and all that. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, Eddie K. Thomas is the voice of Barry, the weird fat kid on American Dad. And, oh. uh, he's also played Rosenberg in the Harold and Kumar trilogy. So he's, uh, he's been in a lot of comedy. I had no idea he was Barry on American Dad. No, yeah, that's, that's surprising. <laughs> oh my God. Sean William Scott plays Stifler, 
the jock douchebag who became the breakout fan favorite of the film. <laughs> Scott became a star because of American Pie, later appearing in Dude, Where's My Car, Evolution, Bulletproof Monk, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and recently the Lethal Weapon TV series. And yeah, he, Sean William Scott's hilarious. and I don't understand why he never really took off post like 2005. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's had a he's had a weird one, huh? I mean, um, I love him in Role Models. Um, yes, Role Models is fucking great. I love him in Goon, the hockey movie. Um, yeah, but there's 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 few and far between for him. And I, I really wish. Yeah, I wish he was in more big stuff. I, again, I think what he did in It's Always Sunny, that episode is great. Uh, his his mullet in old school and that scene is like one of the best scenes of the movie. I love old school. Uh, but but this, yeah, this character is legendary. And this is the more believable lacrosse player. <laughs> you know what I think it was for Sean William Scott? I think that he just couldn't shake Stifler. I think yeah, he was yeah. basically playing Stifler every time. And yeah. he just I think people just got, you know, they, they got old. It's a shame, but I think that's what happened. But, uh, dude, where's my car? I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> it, it is, it is so bad. That movie is so bad. Well, when I watched yeah. it, I didn't expect them to be as stupid as they were. I thought there yeah. was going to be some, I thought it was going to be wittier. I should never have thought that. I don't know. No, why it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It, I've watched that movie like stoned out of my mind. It, it, it is worse than, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's a bad movie, but yeah. I do love that part when they all go Zoltan. <laughs> that's pretty funny i loved him in the rundown that's a there you go with the rock yeah that is a fun fucking movie yeah didn't he have what's the other one walking tall with johnny knoxville right yeah i remember walking tall that was a good one yeah. where he like the beat rock the fuck out of those guys with the two by four yeah the rock had a nice little stretch there yeah, yeah. when he was still the rock yes yeah <laughs> I, I quote the rundown all the time like i'll just go you know i love when he goes no breaks like, just right into Sean William Scott's face. No breaks. <laughs> Crazy shit. <laughs> so good. Uh, Evolution is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, that's the only movie that has... That, that movie has scared me into more nightmares than any movie in history. So is, random. I know. And I hate it. But I hate hey. that the movie that fucked with me more than anything isn't even a horror movie. <laughs> it's a fucking sci-fi comedy. <laughs> But yeah, he's um he's Garth the uh I think Garth or Wayne. My mistake. Wayne's world mixed up. He's Wayne, not Garth. And um Wayne Campbell is Wayne's world. Why am I stuck on Wayne's world? <laughs> what the hell is his name in Evolution? I can't uh, remember. I don't know. He's the firefighter. But he um he fits in well with the rest of them. He's a uh he's kind of an idiot who just wants to kill aliens because they're fucking up his firefighters exam. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. After like 2005, he just disappeared. And yeah. he was the weapon after the guy before had like a fucking break meltdown and they kicked him off the show. <laughs> Weird. Doing, doing big stuff there, Sean. Yeah. Big stuff. <laughs> I honestly thought he was dead until he popped up. <laughs> I just assumed like he OD'd at some point, but nope, he he's still. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, Sean, Sean, do something, do something, come back, you know, do like a Oscar worthy movie. Can you imagine? Sean William Scott, big, big comeback. (laughs) He can actually act. Can he? I don't know. No, no, I don't. I mean, I, I, he's, it's always ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm still thinking about what the hell was his name in evolution. (laughs) I know it's Wayne something. I, I can't. I love. That's hilarious. That you, Wayne Campbell. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Wayne's World was in my head. Fucking Wayne's World. Uh, okay. Allison Hannigan plays Michelle, the sweet band geek with a lusty dark side. Hannigan became a star while playing Willow Rosenberg on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and after American Pie, she scored a lead role on How I Met Your Mother. So she's stuck mostly in TV over the years. But uh, she, yeah, she surprised people big time in this one because, you know. Fans of Buffy who went to see this were expecting, you know, the sweet bookish uh, Willow the Witch. Instead, they got this like really f- fucked up nympho band geek. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Mina Suvari plays Heather, the Glee Club girl that Oz falls for. She's perhaps best known for playing Angela, the cheerleader that Lester lusts after in American Beauty. And uh, it's been a long time since I saw American Beauty, but it's a great movie. Yes, it is. I've seen it maybe a, yes, a few months back. I watched it. I, I, I watch it quite frequently, actually. I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's like borderline a masterpiece, but it's it's hard to talk about it because people want to shoot you down right away if you say that. So I don't know. Do you think it was uh, deserving of Best Picture in 99? That's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. That's that's very difficult because I have some very personal favorites, you know, from that year. But if I'm really trying to award the best movie from 99. I mean, like in what was nominated. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you know them off the top of your head? Because I know like uh, some of my favorites aren't. Okay, there. uh, there's American Beauty, The Green Mile, The Sixth Sense, yeah. The Cider House Rules, and uh, yeah, what would be the what would be the fifth? What is the fifth? Well, talented, talented Mr. Ripley. No, no. no. Uh, Best Picture nominees. I I do. Um, amongst those, I do. Yeah. The Insider. Okay, I really like The Insider, but still, yeah, I still think amongst those, yeah, I think American Beauty has just it just ooze, oozes with stuff to say about all kinds of societal issues that, that that's it's kind of timeless. Uh, same, timeless in a much different way than American Pie is timeless. It's timeless in a way that you philosophically, it's timeless. You're always always going to have those debates in your head of like, what am I really doing? And uh, I like when movies point that out. Yeah, but personally, there was something about the Green Mile that just annihilated me. Yeah, I know you love that one. I, I yeah. need to rewatch that. I haven't seen that in a few years. I, I like it a lot. I'm, um, yeah, I'd say that's probably second. Then uh, that's 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 a good group. But you know that that year is just yeah, it's just jam packed. I mean, that's like you know the Matrix and Fight Club. These more like movies that are more up our alley. So it's it's tough. Yeah, that's like that's a really it's a really good debate, though, to talk about those five movies because they're all they all have something really great to offer. Well, we'll have to save that for our new show premiering in a, in a in about a month. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More on that next week. Uh, next up, we've got Tara Reed who plays Vicky, Kevin's girlfriend. And Reed looks like she was going to be a big star in the late '90s, appearing in The Big Lebowski, Van Wilder, Cruel Intentions, a lot of other films. But plastic surgery and poor decisions brought her down, and now she's one of the faces of the Sharknado franchise. So, not exactly big stuff anymore. Mm. She, um, fair, she's she, she's in Lebowski. I, I'll never forget her because of that. I know like there's some people who have different like Van Wilder, you know, because she's gorgeous and has this kind of like glowing, glowing um type thing about her. I I don't find her to be like that sort of actress for me, like the way I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying she's not beautiful. That's not what I'm trying to say at all, but I don't think she has that particular pull on me. I think it was more of like a, a time thing. I think at that time she was, she was a star at that time, you know, early two thousands. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, for, for me, I, I don't know. She, she just doesn't have like the charisma that I'm always like really looking for in like a, a big female character like this in a, in a movie like American pie. I think the phrase you're searching for is she's not a very good actress. <sighs> See, I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to say that. I think I think her scene in Big Lebowski is really good. I think it's really good. I think it's hilarious, and I think PSH is really holding it up because of the way he, the way he reacts to her. But she still like plays the part well. I know it's not a big part, but I, I don't even know. I, there's like not enough I've seen where I could say that. Uh, it, yeah, she, she's just one of those fascinating people that came and went, kind of like Sean William Scott. Yeah, yeah. But I think with Tara Reid, it was more, uh, I think she got into, uh, I can't substantiate this, but this is just what I've heard. I think she got into drugs. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I think so. I think, like, she got really poor plastic surgery that kind of, like, screwed up her looks Uh and just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. Couldn't get into bigger, you know, couldn't get good roles. And now, she, like I said, she's done, like, five Sharknado movies. You know that's, you're on fucking rock bottom when you're, that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's sad. Cause, yeah, that's sad that you, she probably feels like a pressure to 
uh, you know, look a certain way for these roles that movies are going to allow her to play. You know, that's that's sad. Mm, it happens. Yeah, that's the industry. That's the industry, isn't it? Speaking of actresses who came and went, Shannon Elizabeth plays Nadia, the exchange student. Elizabeth had a good run of comedies with American Pie, Scary Movie, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but she never really took off after that. And no, no, yeah, she's yeah another one, kind of in the same boat. She had a brief appearance in a Jay and Silent Bob reboot, but other than that, like that and her frequent appearances in the American Pie franchise, she, I can't think of anything she's done. I, she was in the remake of Night of the Demons, which I found out today there was a remake of, so it must not have been very uh, successful. Yeah, I did not, I did not know about that. Uh, next up, we've got Eugene Levy as Jim's dad. <laughs> Arguably the funniest character in the entire franchise. He keeps walking in on increasingly embarrassing moments and parenting it terribly. <laughs> Levy is a celebrated comedian appearing on SCTV that a run of 80s comedies working with Christopher Guest as a featured player in his films. And recently his comedy series Shit's Creek, which just ended with six seasons. Eugene Levy's a fucking hilarious comedian. And I, I love that guy whenever he pops up in anything. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah funny. Though. I just watched Best in Show. Nice. And he's great. He's great in that. Fucking dog people. Um, <laughs> finally, we've got Jennifer Coolidge as Stifler's mom. The first utterance of the term MILF. More on that later. <laughs> Coolidge will forever be recognized as Stifler's mom, despite also being one of Christopher Guest's featured players in films like Best in Show and A Mighty Wind. And, uh, yeah, she, she's never going to escape that. She's always going to be Stifler's mom. <laughs> 100%. Still, yeah. I, I, she was in some random movie I watched the other day, and I, I don't even remember what movie it was, but yet she popped up, and that's a, the first thing I thought of. Yep. <laughs> I don't even remember her character's name. I think it's mentioned once or twice in the films, but I do not remember it. She's just Stifler's mom. Yes. <laughs> American Pie has an IMDb score of 7.0, Rotten Tomatoes score of 61%. It was a huge hit, grossing $235 million on a budget of $11 million. It spawned three sequels and four terrible direct-to-video spinoffs. And uh, now let's get into the story. <laughs> so, we are in East Great Falls, West Michigan. East Great Falls High School. It's a few weeks to, to graduation, a few weeks to prom, and four friends are trying to get laid. It's all they want. <laughs> we open with, uh, I think Jim, like, jerking off is the opening, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> jerking off to, like, what is, how, how do I explain this to, like, I, I, um... poor reception, <laughs> HBO when you don't actually have it porn. Yeah, gra very grainy, yeah. Yeah, like, one hand on your dick, one hand on the antenna kind of porn. Like, that's the best I yes. can say. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> active, very active, yeah. Like, even before my time, kind of TV, like, I don't remember ever, like, somehow, you know, trying to get onto the other channels, that kind of shit. I don't, I never had to do that. Yeah, I've always, I've always had a remote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never had to, like, you know, try to jiggle, like, the antenna in a way to try to get the channels I didn't have. No, yeah, me neither, yeah. <laughs> me neither. But he's just, um, you know, trying to make this work, pulls out a sock, and then his parents walk in. And he's just kind of trying to, like, he puts a pillow over himself, and his parents are trying to talk to him. And he's like, oh, it's just this nature documentary I'm trying to watch. And then dirty talk happens, and his parents both look at each other like, what? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's fucking awkward as hell, and it's hilarious, and it sets the tone for the whole movie. Yeah, it does. It's it's great. It it definitely uh gives you that that red flag. Hey, if this is not for you, go ahead and go ahead and walk out because this is how this movie's gonna be. Yep. <laughs> so then we go to one of uh we go to Stifler's party. Stifler has a lot of he, he does a lot of parties. He's like you know the popular guy known for his extravagant parties where everybody everybody gets laid, everybody gets drunk. And at this party, Jim and his friends try to score. Oz goes out with a college girl and <laughs> he tries to seduce her with the immortal phrase, suck me beautiful. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot about that when I watched it this time, and I was I was just laughing my ass off. Who the fuck says that? Oz. And even she was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, really? That's what you're going with? And then she's like, you know, I'll take you home. Like, it just <laughs> made him feel like a little kid. It was hilarious. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Jim tries to talk to this uh, Czechoslovakian exchange student, Nadia. Goes up to her and her friends when they're laughing and just starts laughing and has nothing to say. It's so awkward. It's uncomfortable. I love that. I love that part, though. Jason Biggs is perfect as Jim. See you later. And then walks away. <laughs> God. Uh, Kevin getting blown by his girlfriend and then uh, comes in a, in, a, in a beer. What the fuck? Like yeah, a that's full beer. And then just puts it down. Like, what the fuck? Ew. Like someone, will, someone will get that later. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Set up. Hilarious. Um, one of my favorite, my favorite moment from this party is when we're first, we first get there, and Stifler's going through the room, to, like saying hi to everyone, and he sees uh, Chuck Sherman. <laughs> He's like, Sherman, what the fuck are you doing here? And then walks away. <laughs> Sherman. <laughs> Shermanator. Oh, that, oh, the Sherman, fucking idiot. <laughs> I am the Shermanator. (laughs) We see a picture of Stifler's mom, and John Cho is there to explain what a MILF means. I love he's just credited as MILF guy in all the movies. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that great? No matter how famous he got, he was always just MILF guy. (laughs) That's fucking commitment. I love that. I love the idea of him being like, Mom, like I'm, you know, I got this new role. Like, what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm MILF guy. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fantastic. So for those of you who don't, who never saw American Pie, who don't know what a MILF is, I can't imagine there's fucking anybody out there, but <laughs> <laughs> MILF is an acronym that stands for mom. I'd like to fuck. So there you go. <laughs> You'll learn uh. something new every day from Filmgasm and that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, to uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought of the uh, the scene when, when <laughs> in School of Rock when Jack Black is trying to explain to the parents like, I, your kids have touched me, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've touched them. <laughs> They're like, what the? Hell? <laughs> How do the cops not make more of an effort to arrest him? I don't know. Do we? Like, he was just allowed to go crash at his place. Yeah. No, not after making a statement like that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. School of Rock. So, at this party, uh, Stifler ends up drinking the cum, beer, the cum beer, and it... Oh, God. He just is vomiting. And amazingly, other like other people found out about that, which means he told people about that. Who? Why the fuck would he tell anybody about that? You'd think that would be like the most, like the biggest secret he would ever have. <laughs> Especially when, you know, Kevin found out. I mean, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> he's going to put two and two together. <laughs> yes. Very quickly. So at this party, uh, none of them get laid, but Sh- uh, Chuck Sherman apparently does. And he proclaims, you know, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman, the boy. I am a man. And then leaves. And they're all like, fuck this. No. (laughs) And they make a pact that before graduation, like by prom, they're going to lose their virginity. They're going to help each other. They're going to like be each other's wingmen and make this happen. And they have breakfast at a restaurant. They toast the next step. And they're going to, you know, they're going to do this. Kevin, who uh, complained about his blowjob and Vicky heard him and she is pissed. He has to try to win her back. <laughs> and uh, Vicky's best friend is uh, her name's Jessica, played by Natasha Lyon, who uh, reveals to Kevin that Vicky has never had an orgasm and he needs to work on that if he's going to win her back. And he's like, I think I have. She's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> if you Trust need to me. think about it, you haven't. 
There's a lot of good sexual advice in this movie. Yeah, good on Nat- <laughs> Natasha. is like the best character. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought she was going to end up with, like, somebody. I was, why not? <laughs> but uh, he gets a he calls his older brother Tom, played by Casey Affleck. Like, so so random. <laughs> Who tells him the secret of the Bible, a kind of book of love that's hidden in the school library, that's been passed from student to student over several decades. And it has, like, sexual secrets. <laughs> Absurd. What, yeah. what, what kind of a fucking high school is this? What's going on in Michigan? <laughs> no, we never fucking see class. Like, there's Glee Club. <laughs> that doesn't count. There's a lot of lacrosse games. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so this book teaches Kevin how to perform admirably. And he <laughs> gives Vicky an orgasm and they're back together because that's all it takes in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I love how on, on IMDb it says Vicky experiences an intense orgasm and is driven wild by Kevin. <laughs> God, that's that's about right. That's about. I, yeah, <laughs> I was watching this at work without headphones. Not smart. And so this scene particularly, I had to lower that fucking volume. Because I did not need somebody popping in being like, what's going on in here? Is that Tara Reid? Are you watching Van Wilder or American Pie? (laughs) Sharknado 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's that one scene she's in in Big Lebowski. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Kevin uh, reveals to Jessica that he doesn't just want to fuck Vicky, he wants to make her happy. He wants to he wants happiness. And she's yeah. like, oh, that's sweet. Here's what Aww. you got. So, yeah. So he wins Vicky back. And Oz decides to join the jazz choir in an effort to shed his jock image to a new group of students who don't know him so he can look like a sensitive idiot. It's And they're all like, are you kidding me? No one's going to fall for this. And he... He tells them, like, you got to listen to what they're saying and stuff, and you got to care. And Stifler's like, that sounds like a lot of work, man. (laughs) God. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, And uh, eventually it works. He, uh, this girl Heather starts uh, talking to him, and she thinks initially that, yeah, he's you know, trying to score. But Oz is like, you know, man, I don't like it when people just pigeonhole me like that and makes her feel bad. <laughs> Oz is kind of a, he's a horrible person at the beginning, but he, you know, he learns and becomes a real boy. He, he, he tries. Yeah. He gives, puts, puts forth effort. Yeah. And, uh, she's sick of being stereotyped as a pris, like, you know, uptight jazz prissy princess, which is exactly what Stifler called her. And, uh, she asks him out to the prom, which is which catches him by surprise. And his reaction is so 90s teenager, like, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He uses just yeah. constantly. <laughs> like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but just kind of like saying his words and kind of a breathy jock voice. You know what I mean? <laughs> does that have does that have something to do with Keanu Reeves being? being who he was during the 90s where everybody's I, like oh but like i'm sensitive but i'm also tough you know <laughs> it fucking does now that's exactly why <laughs> fucking point break speed <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it <laughs> oh so after being asked out by the prom uh he goes to hang out with his lacrosse friends he sees stifler and him kind of joking mocking her and thinks Oz was doing the same and immediately is like, you know, fuck this guy. So she, uh, he volunteers to become lead vocalist on the choir project to get close to Heather, to try and regain her trust and win her back. And when she sees him rehearsing alone in the theater, she starts thinking maybe there's something more to this kid. So Oz actually does 
learn something. He actually does become a better person over the course of this movie, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and he and he learns to sing. Yeah. He gains he gains like a legitimate talent. Yeah. Yes, indeed. He fucking throws a lacrosse game, which sucks for the rest of those players. But yeah. he, he does learn how to sing. And he gets yeah. laid. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets laid because of it. Yeah. And they lose yep. the championship game. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Talk about subverting stereotypes. Yes. Jock gives up the big game to go sing in the choir and still gets laid. That's, yeah, that's flaunting conventions right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, she goes to visit him at a sandwich bar he works at, and, uh, they, you know, he realizes that the last lacrosse game is the same time as the choir game, but he, fu- you know, he leaves the lacrosse game after the, the coach's pep talk and inadvertently peps him up for the choir. Yes. <laughs> I love when Stifler's like, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> oh, he's got some great lines. Yes, he does. Just his face. The way he moves his face is so good. Yeah. <laughs> so <Can't> exaggerated. <laughs> oh, he makes just in time, and they have the duet, and it works out for them. Um, <laughs> we're just going to take it, you know, guy by guy. Uh, G- earlier in the film, Jim is... He wants sex more than anybody, but he's the most awkward, goofy dude. And uh, he asks Oz and Kevin, what does third base feel like? And he's, they tell him, like, warm apple pie. Ugh. <laughs> a gross image. Yeah, and, Oz loses some points after that one. <laughs> so Jim, who is teetering on the edge of sanity goes home finds a freshly baked apple pie on his kitchen table and with very little hesitation box the pie <laughs> just and dad walks in on him with a pie on his dick and his reaction is it's not what it looks like <laughs> what, what the fuck could it be yeah oh my god and they him jim and his dad just sit at the table staring at this mangled pie and Jim's dad trying to figure out a way to parent this. And he's just like, I guess we'll just tell mom we ate it all. <laughs> what a dad. Dad of the year. Jesus. I, I mean, I can imagine some like awkward scenarios with my parents, but what the fuck? <laughs> I can't even. I've never, that's never even crossed my mind. Jesus. Oh, well, no. I, yeah, I mean, Jim Jim is, uh, over time, as time has gone on, he, he really is like a disgusting character. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so, he's so horny. The, <laughs> yeah. the, links, the lengths he goes to are like, I didn't have friends like that in high school. I, I have friends who, who would, you know, I had friends in high school who would have, you know, like Oz, maybe do something a little different to like impress a girl or like take a certain class to impress a girl. Yeah. But Jim is not doing these things like <laughs> to impress to impress an individual. He's just, he just no one would be wants, fucking impressed by that. No, he just wants to fuck. Like that's it. That's all he wants. So you're talking about like you know shit we've shit people would do in high school to impress a girl, and it is really ridiculous the lengths we were willing to go to. To oh yeah, yeah. J- Jim, it's like it's like primal. It's like he, oh, like <laughs> yeah. With Jim, though, like know. like you said, it's not about impressing a girl. It's literally just like I have to fuck something. <laughs> it's an aggressive, freaky, yeah. like orangutan <laughs> mentality of like I don't care what it is, but my dick is going with something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a confused human being. Yeah. And even over the course of the movies, where he does have a girlfriend, he does have a wife, he's still doing this shit. Yes. <laughs> still being really weird. Yeah. Oh, God damn. I mean, my all-time favorite is when he super glues himself, like, his dick to his hand in part two. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I mean, that's hilarious. God, when he's on the roof holding himself, like, with the cops, like, showing up and, like, help me! <laughs> Christ. So good, so good. Oh my God. Well, 
So now that he's fucked a pie, he decides, well, the next logical step, hopefully, is a woman. And he, um, he, he has a stroke of luck when Nadia asks him if she can come around to his house and study with him. Uh, but she says that she's coming straight from ballet practice and she's going to need to change. It is not a it's not a subtle uh, setup. And Jim's friends are like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, there's going to be a naked Czechoslovakian girl in your room. <laughs> you need to do something about this. <laughs> and Stifler persuades him to set up a webcam in his room so they can all watch Nadia strip, which is extremely fucked up and has not aged well. No, this is definitely the part of the movie where you have to, uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, context. Yeah, I think, like you said, has not aged well. Um, this, yeah, it's illegal, you know. Um, yeah, it's incredibly illegal. It's voyeurism. It's yeah, yeah. It's it it is really messed up, and I I like yeah. I kind of feel bad almost for that actress, but it's like you know you take these roles, and it's hard. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things, yeah, where you're like ah kind of wish they took that out of the movie just to make it a little a little cleaner but it, it, you know it is yeah, context 1999 it's a it's a weird time yeah and this is a scene that i cannot believe made it into the movie i mean like she's literally playing with herself on his bed while everyone's watching her do this yeah no, and i guess because it's grainy enough you don't see it i guess that's how they get away with it yeah i don't know yeah but jim is all in on this and uh realizes that he didn't send the the link to just his friends he sent it to the entire school directory so everybody at school is watching this it's ridiculous and uh kevin and finch are watching it back at kevin's house jim is running from his house to kevin's house to watch nadia and uh oh boy so as uh not uh nadia starts revving her own engine uh jim's friends are like jim you need to go over there and handle this like it does not get any easier are you fucking kidding me get get over there now she's in your house yeah (laughs) oh my god and uh kevin and jim uh, they forced jim to go back and try to seduce her (laughs) and uh she she tells him to strip and puts on some techno music. It's so ridiculous. But Jim starts doing a fucking strip tease and everyone is watching him. Everyone's watching this happen. <laughs> and uh my god. And uh so awkward. Yeah. Nadia then seduces Jim, sits down and uh he uh arrives a little early. <laughs> regrettably yeah twice (laughs) two times she's too hot for him and yeah she leaves and the entire school just saw jim fail the easiest level (laughs) i mean christ the whole when i saw this for the first time i was like when it didn't happen i was like you fucking moron like you have that reaction like wow how do you fuck that up yeah, you, yeah, you do. You can't help it. You're just like, oh, Jim, you moron. Like, yeah. And then when everyone finds about, you know, when everyone sees the video, Nadia's sponsors find out about this and they send her back to Czechoslovakia. Yep. So Jim is SOL, but he has a stroke of luck when uh, the um, uh, band geek Michelle starts talking to him. And he realizes she didn't see the webcam incident, so he asks her out the prom, and she accepts happily. It's, I don't know, personally, I would have, I would have rather gone out with, with her. <laughs> I have a, I like, I like, I like geeky girls. And, um, yeah, okay, this, I, Jim, yeah, Jim sucks. Uh, he... <laughs> Jim sucks. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve Michelle. He really oh, doesn't, yeah. be, because she has no idea what he's done, what the lengths he'll go to just to fuck, and it pisses me off sometimes. Like as you're like these people get married and they have this like long marriage, and I just there's no way he doesn't deserve her. <laughs> before we before there, I wanted to talk about the scene where Jim tries to talk to 
uh, Jim's dad tries to talk to him about uh, about sex, and he he uses the tennis metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you know, it, sure it's fun to bounce a tennis ball against a wall, but it's not a game. <laughs> and what you want is a partner to return the ball. <laughs> Oh my God! But it's it's not a game. <laughs> I I love him. I love when he gives Jim the stack of porno mags and is like, if you'll just turn to the centerfold of this one, I believe it's called Hustler. Uh, you'll see that the girl here. Like, he's, I love when he's like, uh, I believe this one, uh, shaved. I believe is the. Yeah, the he knows he knows him word for word. Yeah. <laughs> and the Jim's page just the like, page oh, number. God. <laughs> Dad, stop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that. So now we see what uh, what has Finch been up to this whole time. He appears to not have a plan, but he, with the help of Jessica, circles rumors around the school that he is very well endowed and is a badass. <laughs> with zero evidence, because that's how school that's how high school works. <laughs> and uh when stifler finds out that he has also been spreading rumors that he kicked stifler's ass stifler does not allow that to uh keep going so he does a um really vicious prank he pours a shit ton of laxative into his mochaccino and uh ends up duping him into go- uh going into the girl's restroom where he has a massive attack and comes out to all the girls in the school realizing what like how much of a a geek he is and stifler is like you know that's what happens bitch like it's very stifler's don't, such a don't sick. fuck with the stiffmeister yeah you don't fuck with the stiffmeister <laughs> hell yeah so, yeah so prom night finally comes around finch goes stag because no girl will talk to him now and uh Jessica, who feels guilty for taking his money for you know spreading the rumors, dances with him, gives him a hip flask as a gift, and uh, makes it very clear that he's not going to score. <laughs> and uh, the prom is ridiculous. Uh, what was the theme they were going for? Like the band? What were they dressed up as? I watched it like. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, it is, they do have this. I mean, yeah, every prom has a theme. I I never got to go to prom. Did did you go when you were in high school? Yeah, I went to my junior and senior prom. Uh, nice. My junior prom was, I believe, uh, I think it was some kind of like under the sea thing, like legit, like cliche. Yeah. <laughs> under the sea, and then senior prom was like a night under the stars. It was in this backyard uh, patio at this restaurant in Blanco. It was really nice. Uh. I got to dance with my crush. Very uh, proud moment in my life. But um, yeah, I, I like prom. But prom is always, you know, it's supposed to be tacky. It's supposed to be yeah. over the top ridiculous because it's the teachers who plan this shit and they don't have any taste. <laughs> so it's always <laughs> ridiculous and like, you know, themed. And I think it was some kind of like Roman gladiator or something like that. It's it says here on uh, uh on the IMDb trivia, uh, producers admit in the DVD commentary of American Pie. That the Arabian Nights prom theme was a was intentionally chosen to be the absolute lamest prom theme ever. <laughs> Arabian Nights, that's what it was. Yep. Hilarious. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, Kevin starts, you know, asking his friends like, so, you know, how's it going? Like, status check. Is it work? You know, the pact. Are we doing this? And Oz and Finch are not, you know, they're like. No, we're not doing this anymore. And Jim, who's had enough, lets loose and just yells at Kevin like, you know, what the fuck's with all the pressure? You know, I don't even want sex anymore. I already hate it. And <laughs> yeah, they fuck off. Kevin's, you know, upset, wonders if he can go through with having sex with Vicky or if, you know, is he he, he can't tell her he he loves her. It just doesn't feel right to him. And uh, their spirits are lifted when Chuck Sherman, uh, the girl he supposedly slept with at Stifler's party, gets up on the stage and announces in front of everyone that Sherman's been lying to them, that she did not have sex with him, that he's still a virgin, and he tends to wet himself when he gets embarrassed. 
sure enough, Shermanator pisses his pants, and (laughs) suddenly, knowing that Chuck Sherman didn't have sex before they did, they're suddenly reinvigorated, and they go to Stifler's big prom uh, post prom party in in Lake Michigan. (laughs) I love that. That's what they needed. They needed to know that Chuck Sherman's a bigger nerd than they are. Yeah, yeah, which is sad. They're like, oh, we, yeah, we don't want to be at the bottom of the barrel. We got to know somebody is lower than us, and it's Sherm. Yeah. Yep. So the party is where everything goes right. They all get laid with little to no effort. <laughs> it just kind of happens. Uh, Kevin and Vicky go upstairs. They they have sex, and it's very awkward because they're their first time for both of them, so they're both very awkward and uncomfortable. The way first you know your first time is and um <laughs> oz emotionally confesses the pact to heather and i love this scene because the way he's talking it's just, she's like wow really like that's a terrible way to to um like you know ask me to have sex with you that's a terrible way proposition that's the word she uses <laughs> he's like we had a pact that we would all have sex before graduation and here we are and she's like dude what the fuck and he's like no no but then the coach was telling us that we need to wait for our right moment to score and she's like dude the fuck he's like no wait it makes sense in my head oh i swear he's like with you i don't feel like i'm gonna like i'm playing a game i feel like i've already won oh my god yeah just being with you is winning (laughs) but it works they have sex outside on the on the porch yeah, on like that dockside thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, good for you, Oz. Good for you. Yeah. Amazingly, this six foot one hulking jock has not had sex yet. <laughs> uh, poor, poor girl. God damn. The dude has like giant biceps. He's got a fucking six pack. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. L- looks like he's twenty five. Yeah, in high school. I'm amazed he hasn't fucked a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> through all this, Jim is kind of just, you know, letting Michelle tell her band camp stories. And, you know, suddenly she starts telling a really uh, risque story about the time she fucked herself with a flute. <laughs> and he's like, what? What the hell? And she's like, yeah, that's what band camp is. We all just fuck. <laughs> Jesus. And she asks him, like, so are we going to have sex? Because I'm getting antsy. And suddenly it's like. Whoa. So yeah, she and Jim go up and they have sex and she rocks his world. He was he's way over his head. <laughs> she's like, what's my name, bitch? And like slaps. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's violent. Yeah. I read that that was improvised. That's hilarious. She's yeah. great. He was like, uh, your name's Michelle. Oh, my God. Like, he got really freaked out. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, and finally, Finch bored and drunk starts wandering around the house walks into the the, uh pool room and finds stifler's mom drinking at the bar and he puts the moves on her and it works and he fucks stifler's mom (laughs) stifler finds them the next morning (laughs) incredible he's just like mom and he starts vomiting i think Oh, my God. And this happens in every single movie. Yeah, yes. Where it's like, except the really, last one where Stifler, where Stifler fucks his mom. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. The next morning, everyone is, you know, wakes up. Oz is still snuggling with Heather. They're happy. Kevin and Vicky wake up, but they're both not happy they're realizing that it's over that they're both going away to college different places they're not going to be able to make this work suddenly you know realism sets in you know post high school you know long distance relationships never fucking work after that you know so yeah it just happens you know they both kind of break up realizing it's not gonna work and uh jim wakes up to find that michelle's gone he realizes he's been used he was a one-night stand but he's still happy that he got to be used. <laughs> yes, Jim, you found your, yeah, you found your use. Yep. And then Stifler was, walks in on Finch with his mom and passes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, later on, the four friends go to their favorite restaurant, uh, Dog Ears, features in all the movies. And uh, they are all kind of quiet about what happened. They're not sharing their you know experience. They realize that, you know, they like they're men now. They you know, things have changed. Everything's going to be different now. High school's over. And at this point, it gets really poignant, especially, you know, when you realize, like, yeah, high school is over. Like, you're not a teenager anymore. You know, you that part of your life's over. You have to kind of you, know, you had to put away a lot of things. You had to lose a lot of friends. And yeah, it's just it's bittersweet. And uh, <laughs> the film ends with Jim setting up the webcam, talking to uh, Nadia and then doing another strip tease <laughs> just for her. And of course, his dad walks in, but, you know, laughs it off and then starts dancing in the hallway to go <laughs> have sex with his wife. Yeah. And that's sex American- all around. Yep. Everyone gets some. <laughs> that's American Pie. It's ridiculous, but it's funny. And it's the kind of movie that, like, you know, you got to see it to really understand, you know, why we why it's so funny. And it's just, you know, it's not going to, obviously it's not going to resonate with everybody, but there's a certain endearing quality to it that I really like. Like, it's ridiculous and over the top, but it's also sincere, and I like that. Yeah, no, it, um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I personally, I give it a, an 8 out of 10. I think it's a solid comedy. I think it has some moments, and I, I do think it requires, which most people who are obviously listening have seen American Pie, it does take, it requires a lot of context, and it requires that perspective knowing that it came out in 1999, you know, there's not, the kids are not all up on on their cell phones. They're like constantly having to find ways to entertain themselves and, you know, get into, get into trouble. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, most kids in the nineties, you know, before cell phones fucked a lot of baked goods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Specific, specifically pies. Before you had a constant stream of porn in your hands at all times, you had to make your own fun. (laughs) Hey, Sometimes you had to throw the culinary stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, I would, I, I too give this film an eight. It's hilarious and yeah, surprisingly endearing. And it really represents the ridiculous over the top youth that I think is in all of us. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's no, no person who can't, uh, you know, when you watch this movie, eight, like you said, it doesn't need to resonate with you, but you watch it and you're like, Oh yeah. I remember when I had my, you know, my group of friends, I remember when we, uh, you know, said stupid shit and had these ridiculous conversations, you know, and uh, yeah. uh, for, for that, it's valuable. Yeah, for sure. It's a good reflective movie at this age. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a bit about the sequels. Um, the first sequel was 2001's American Pie 2, which finds Jim and his friends in college trying to throw the most epic summer party ever. IMDb score 6.4, Rotten Tomatoes 52 percent. And they're not all. Like, all the sequels are pretty uh, low-scored, but they're all worth watching. Uh, they all have their moments. And America by 2 is really funny. Uh, Jim is trying to pursue Nadia again, but fucks up his own dick after he glues himself to it. Yeah. <laughs> Has to heal fast. Michelle teaches him how to be a better lover, and he realizes, you know, I re- like who do I really love here? So it's a sweet movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I, I think if you do like the first one, yeah, you should just go ahead and knock them out because there are um moments in all of them and what's the greatest thing is that the cast keeps keeps coming back yeah for sure next was 2003's american wedding where jim and michelle are now getting married and everything that can go wrong certainly does because stifler's in charge of the wedding party imdb score 6.3 rotten tomatoes 54 percent this is the one i think i like the least because i think stifler is a character that works better in small doses yeah I think he's too – I think they were trying to monopolize on Sean William Scott's popularity, and he has too much to do in this movie. Yeah, I agree with you. He's much better at being a heat check uh, yeah. performer Yeah, in spurts. I agree. Plus, no Oz. He's not here. Yeah, and that, that, that is weird. Yeah, that you, you want all four of those guys to be there, you know, the main, the main dudes, and that's frustrating. Yeah, but it's still funny. Like the scene where Jim shaves his pubes and then, like, throws him out the window – on a rug and like infects the whole fucking wedding party. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Insane. Anytime this idiot tries to do anything with his dick, it goes wrong. <laughs> Finally, there's 2012's American reunion 
where the entire cast returns for their class reunion. Obviously, IMDb score 6.7, Rotten Tomatoes 45%. And I really, really liked American Reunion. It was a good, like everyone, you know, was in their 40s realizing, you know, how far we've come. Like, who are we now? And it, it was a good movie to just kind of, you know, reflect on everything. Yeah, I agree. I like that one a lot. I, I'm due for rewatching all of these myself. I think they're all on like Hulu or something. Uh, they're all the first three are on Hulu. Reunion is not. Okay, okay. But I just bought the set, so if you want, I can loan you that. Cool, cool. And then there's the spinoffs. I'll mention them by name. We're not going to talk about these very much at all. They all start with American Pie Presents, and the titles are Bandcamp, The Naked Mile, Beta House, and The Book of Love. Basically, it follows various members of the Stifler family as they get into sex comedy hijinks. And also, Eugene Levy is there every time. Yes. <laughs> a paycheck's a paycheck. But I don't really care what Stifler's cousin is up to. Like, why the fuck would I? No, yeah, those were, those, those were dumb. Yeah, just, just strictly uh, trying to make a little bit of cash. If you want to see college tits, just watch porn. You don't need to subject yourself to this shit. <laughs> My God. Well... That's all for this week's. That's all for this week, guys. Check out Near Dark on Wednesday. Hope you enjoyed the show. We're coming to the end of our Friday episodes, but more on that next week. Or if you haven't heard it yet, we did touch on future plans in our episode on Scream. Got a lot planned for the future. Looking forward to it big time. Oh, yes. Until then, drink up, party on, and go get laid. You deserve it. Have a great weekend. Peace. <laughs>